Welcome to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wong, and I'm so thrilled that you're here. This is a place where you'll be guided to living your most aligned life so that your truest, most radiant self can emerge. We'll be jamming on topics ranging from spirituality, entrepreneurship, to wellness and lifestyle design, and everything in between that can support you to grow, evolve, and shine, all the while not taking ourselves too seriously. So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea, and let's dive in. Welcome back, everybody. This is Michelle Wong, and we are at episode seven. Woohoo! So statistically, they say most people quit their podcast by episode seven. <laughs> and I'm just so excited that uh, there is no sign of that happening over at Sacred Emergence. So thank you so much for tuning in, for listening. I feel so appreciative and grateful for all of the, the amazing reviews and ratings so far. And thank you for tuning in and for your support. It always just warms my heart. Um, and for your feedback. It's just been really, really amazing. So today the topic is really around comfort zone slash fear slash resistance, all of those feelings that get in our way when we really want to do something that may, that may excite us, but there's something in the back of our mind that might be holding us back. Um, and so I really wanted to dive deeper into that and, uh, and share with you my own journey around creating the podcast and, uh, the, you know, the feedback that I've been hearing from people who have experienced the same fears that I have, um, and who want to do something like creating a podcast or go on Facebook lives and, uh, and what's getting in their way. And so, for me, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while now, and um, it's just something that I think is such a great medium to really showcase, you know, messages that really want to be shared, um, interviewing amazing people. So that was something that I've, you know, in the back of my mind is like, one day I really want to have a podcast. And what was really holding me back was, well, there are a lot of different thoughts that was holding me back. One was like, it sounds really complicated. Like I have to now edit audios and, you know, have the software for it. And I have to invest in, uh, you know, different speakers and microphones and all of the, the financial pieces that was getting in the way of me wanting to actually do it. Um, and then there was the fear of like, well, I don't have a huge following, so who's going to actually listen? Right. I don't want to put all this work in and have nobody listen in. And that would just be crushing. So that was another negative thought that I had. Um, and then it was like my own fear of, well, now if I have a podcast, I'm going to have to be consistent. <laughs> like I'm going to have to, you know, publish an episode weekly. And that means I'm really going to have to commit and it's going to be embarrassing if I don't. And then if I don't have enough people listening, then will I even want to? So there's a lot of stuff, a lot of the, you know, the, the self doubts, the critical voice that just started to pop up. And all of that said, you know, to keep me safe, to keep me comfortable and to keep me small. Right. So I wouldn't have to do the work, right. To keep me in my comfort zone. 
And so that really, that part really held me back and I didn't do it for a really long time. Um, and just kind of rewinding a bit, me doing a podcast, the reason why the idea even started trickling in was because I got over the fear of using my voice. Um, and that was from Facebook lives. Like I got like all of this publishing myself through my voice or through video, um, that all of that used to terrify me. And I, I mean, I still have a blog post, like I have a blog, um, but writing was a lot safer, right? It felt a lot safer because I can edit things and, um, it was, you know, a lot easier to edit like a sentence on a blog post. Um, but for a Facebook live or even editing podcasts, like the, all of those take time. And then for Facebook lives, there's no editing. And so Facebook lives, honestly, terrified me. And I used to, like, I think it was back in 2016 when Facebook Live started becoming a thing or Facebook um, released the feature of doing Facebook Lives. I had a lot of business partners that were starting to do it. And it was fun to watch them. But in my mind, I was like, I could never do that, right? I can never, like, it's just like, that is so nerve wracking, like watching me live. Like, what am I going to even say? And, um, but for whatever reason, <laughs> enough people were doing it that I got inspired. And so I remember my first Facebook Live. And it was, I think it was in the morning before I went to work. And my live was just to tell people that I was going to do more lives. <laughs> and I, I literally was like planning out what I was going to say. And I might still be up there. I think it might be on my business page or my Facebook personal page. But I was, I was really quiet. I was like, hi, everybody. And um, just doing my best to, uh, I guess, look normal. <laughs> and nobody was actually watching when I did my live, which I don't know if it was worse or better. Um, but literally, I was talking to the camera. And I did it. They recorded. And I hit publish. And I was like, oh, my God, I, that's like that's done. Like I got that over with. And I, I kept showing up though. And, uh, the more I started doing it, the more fun it got. Um, and I remember one month, I think it was in December, I decided to commit to doing a daily Facebook live. And by then, like by the end of it, I was so comfortable. I loved it. And some people might hop on live. Some people watch the recordings. Um, some people would hop off while I was doing the live, you know, they would hop on, hop off. And it was totally cool. And that just like the, the biggest thing I have to share with that is just to get comfortable with doing it. It's like ripping it off like a fast band-aid. And, um, and then after that, it's like no longer an uncomfortable thing, right? The more we start doing the work that we feel is uncomfortable, we start becoming more comfortable with it. And it's no longer, you know, a big deal. And we start becoming better at it. And, um, and that's the one piece, right? It's like whatever that resistance is that we're feeling like push through that resistance by doing it, right? It's like, you know, Nike, just do it. And really it's leaning into that fear. And one thing that's really helped me is asking for support. And so maybe asking a really close friend and, you know, Hey, I'm going to do a Facebook live or whatever it is that you're, that you're resisting doing, but you want to do and ask them, like, I'm going to be on at this time. Can you hop on while I'm live and give me some support? Maybe 
maybe give me some comments. And that is, that makes it a lot more friendly. And the reason why I'm sharing this and why I'm, I'm choosing this as a topic for today is because when I shared with my mailing list that I was launching a podcast and sharing with them um, just my journey of sharing my voice and being seen and being really terrified of putting my voice and myself out there, it was from Facebook Lives and how when I first did it, it, it was just like it was kind of freezing in my brain, right? And I got a lot of responses back from um, people who read that email saying, oh my gosh, I feel the same way. I'm terrified of doing Facebook Lives. Like I want to do it. I know it's going to benefit me. I know it's going to benefit my business. Um, but it's just like, I, like I'm terrified. Um, or even the podcast, I was talking to a friend and um, you know, he was like, that's something I could never do. And it's like, we need to change that dialogue. We need to change that script because it's not, first of all, it's something of absolutely we can do. Absolutely. You can do. Um, but it's rewriting that story that, you know, is, is, is starting to creep in. Um, and if you remember my episode on inner leadership, right. Questioning your limiting stories. And so, um, a quick, a quick story. Um, one of my friends, um, when I was sharing around the Facebook lives and my initial fear and how I'm launching this podcast, um, she reached out and, you know, she shared that doing a Facebook live was very terrifying for her, the idea of it. And, um, so her and I were messaging back and forth and I was like, oh my gosh, like at your next event that you're hosting, you should totally do a live. Like I'll be there. So why don't we do one together? Cause it's so much friendlier with two people. Um, and she, I think she gave me a, a nervous laugh. Um, but I was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, and she agreed. And, uh, unfortunately I wasn't able to go to her event cause I wasn't feeling that well that day. Um, and so we didn't do the live together, but, um, she shared that she was going to take a photo of, um, the event and like the after, like the aftermath, like the results and, um, how much joy and the amount of impact that they were able to achieve through her event. And I was like, well, instead of taking a photo, why don't you just hop on and do a live? <laughs> and I was like, tag me and I'll go support you when you do the live. Um, and she's like, okay. And the amazing thing is that she did, right? She ended up doing it through Facebook stories. So, um, it's, you know, 24 hours only and, uh, like the videos up for only 24 hours and with, with Facebook stories and even Instagram stories, you can only do, I think 30 seconds or 15 seconds at a time. And then they, you get cut off. So her, I was watching her and hers got cut off, um, but it, none of that matters, right? What's the most important thing was that she showed up and she did it, right? She was like, oh my gosh, like the most important thing was I did it. It doesn't matter that it was through stories. Next time I'll know to just pop on a Facebook group or do it on my Facebook page and it'll be so much better. And uh, she thanked me. And I was like, absolutely. Like it's just getting over that initial hump, right? Getting over that mountain that we have in our mind that is like, oh my gosh, I have to climb it. Um, but just taking action, right? If any of you follow Mel Robbins, the five second rule, just count down five, four, three, two, one, and take action. And let me tell you, like, it is so thrilling once you achieve and commit or just, you know, ate that frog, like however, um, analogy is helpful for you. It's, it just, it feels amazing in the body and it's a little nerve wracking, right? You might get a little sweaty. Um, but if you just, take action, 
push through or work through that resistance, you're going to feel alive and amazing in every cell in your body and you're going to want to do it again. (laughs) Or at least maybe if you don't want to do it again, you have done it once and you know how it feels and then the more you do it, it becomes less terrifying for real. Like this is one of those things where um, if we are willing to expand outside that comfort zone, right? Like just get at the edge and just do that one thing to cross that start line. It just, things start to flow in and we become better the more we practice it. And so I know for this podcast, um, what was for me so resistant was really like all of the thoughts that was coming in, like all of the what ifs, right? And none of them are really true. Like, yeah, I might not have like 10,000 followers, but there's people who would actually benefit from the message that I share, right? Not to say that I'm a guru or, or no, not like that, but like to share my own journey because I'm human. I make mistakes. I'm not perfect. And, um, to be, to be willing to show up anyway, I mean, that's, that's, that's really helpful for others. And a part of me knew that I can add value in that sense. So I knew that, okay, like I have to get over myself and I have to just buckle up and do it, right? Do the work. Um, And it was really helpful to have friends and mentors who are really encouraging. And that's another piece that can be really helpful. Find a community uh, who are like-minded, who are really encouraging and lift you up. And they all say like we are the average of our five friends that we hang around, right? Especially with income generation. And so if you feel like you have people around you who might not be the most supportive, find a group, you know, go on meetup.com and start looking for people who have similar interests as you and who seem positive and start to surround yourself with people who are encouraging and uplifting or, or, and, or who have similar goals as you, and then you can keep yourselves accountable and uh, do it together, right? That's always, um, I always say it's friendlier with two, right? That's Winnie the Pooh. It's always friendlier with two. Um, and so, yeah, so with this podcast and getting started, one of the the resistance I had was, well, I don't, I just, I'm just not well known. So I don't want to create content and have nobody listen. Um, and like I shared, like the feedback that I've received so far, just from the first episode has been incredible. Like I've had people text me um, and just say, oh my God, like your episode came at the perfect time, right? It was the one around uh, perfectionism. And um, I just had people thank me on just like hearing the my experience around just showing up and not having everything be perfect, but show up anyway has been really helpful or, you know, around... Um, just the reminder that it doesn't like done is better than perfect, right? For personal projects or for whatever. It's like, it's hearing that reminder and just knowing that we're all in this together and it's not about, you know, being, being all shiny and perfect, right? Cause who can relate to that? Nobody. <laughs> um, and so with the podcast, um, one of the pieces that uh, was something, I mean, if this, if this is helpful for anyone who's listening and who may want to start a podcast, like I really had to just do some research around, okay, what does it take to to launch a podcast? And my fears around the cost was, it was really a story I was telling myself. I mean, um, honestly, I did not purchase a new microphone. I'm using my headset um, and it's, 
it's not 100% perfect. Sometimes you'll hear a little bit of like a, a knocking noise. Sometimes I'll accidentally tap my microphone, but now I know. And so over time, I'm like, I'm adjusting to that. And over time down the road, when financially it makes sense for me to get uh, a brand new uh, microphone for the podcast, I will. Um, and then really the only thing that is costing money is the the host to host the podcast. And that's very low. I mean, it's like $12 a month, right? And so like the stories that I was telling myself was, oh my God, this is going to be expensive. And like, I don't know if it's worth it yet. Like that it, it's, it's worth it. Right. Cause just being able to, um, impact one person like that, that really made my day. And I know that, um, the work that I'm doing is adding value. And that to me is enough to motivate me to keep going. And so the, the fears around not knowing what to do, is like, there's this thing called Google, <laughs> like, how do I launch a podcast? It, it's laid out. Right. And so, um, it's so easy to tell ourselves excuses to, to keep small and to just sit in our comfort zone when, you know, what we really need to do is to question our stories and to push through that resistance. And then the fear of being seen or being heard, the more we show up for ourselves, the more we show up for our lives, the more it's going to impact other people because we're ultimately sharing who we are in our journey. And that is, it makes a really big difference, right? Because your story is going to help somebody else. And so if you have any questions or, or own your own experience around this, I would love to hear it. Feel free to, you know, shoot me a DM over on Instagram. And, um, especially if it's, if doing a Facebook live is something that is daunting to you. Like I, I love Facebook lives and anytime I can encourage someone to do it, I will. And I, I have, like I've encouraged a lot of people to just do it. And even if it's in a, in a private Facebook group where it's a safe environment, like obviously do it in a way that feels safe for you. And if it requires asking for help, recruiting friends to be of support, by all means, like this is where it's important to voice our needs and to ask for support, right? Like be our own advocate. And so that is what I really wanted to do, uh, share some, some of the, oh, my own resistance around starting a podcast and, um, hopefully offer you some inspiration to get started on whatever it is in your own life that you want to, uh, get started in, whether it be maybe committing to your health goals or, you know, doing a Facebook live or doing a podcast. Um, I'm having so much fun. So I'm really glad that I decided to commit. And uh, one of the good things about a podcast is I get to, I get to bulk record episodes or, um, I get to schedule my episode release in advance, right? So I'm not Monday morning at 6am doing my recording and then launching it. So like the benefit of that is that I get to kind of batch things up. Um, and right now I'm, I'm still finding my groove in it, but it's been a lot of fun. Um, and being able to just pop on and share something that's, that I feel like it needs to be heard. It's coming through my heart and, um, I'm really offering my own story and my own journey. So let me know if this has been helpful for you and uh, I would love to hear feedback on if there's something in your life that you are resisting and, um, and what that is and, and if you are willing to pass that start line and take action. So with that said, I promise that, um, not promise, but one of my, 
one of the things I really want to do with my solo episode is to pull a card. Um, since my episodes launch every Monday, um, I thought it would be a great way to start the work week for those of you who um, have a nine to five, or even if you are an entrepreneur or even a stay at home mom, it's always nice to have energy to really ground the week. And so let me see. So the deck that I'm going to pull from today is from Daily Guidance from Your Angels. It's an Oracle card deck by Doreen Virtue, and this is one of my favorite ones that I like to use. It's really practical, and um, it's just really easy to get wisdom from. So I'm shuffling the cards, and let's see, as I'm shuffling, okay, so a card popped out as I was shuffling, and this card that popped out is the Ask card, so there's a little picture of a child angel saying a prayer, and what does it say on the front? It says, ask us to help you in this situation, and we will immediately go to work on your behalf. We're governed by many universal laws, and among them is the free will that allows you to make your own choices and decisions, so we patiently await your request. And I forgot to mention that uh, the the intention of the card pull that I had was to uh, allow the wisdom of what needs to come through to come through for the readers. And so the ask card um, popped up, and let me flip it to the book. Okay, here's what the book says. The card serves as a reminder to ask your angels for help more often. The angels can help bring. The angels can help with any and all areas of your life, including bringing you ideas, courage, faith, confidence, and clarity. They can also help with all material needs, such as money, time, health, and vitality. Additional meanings for this card. Ask for whatever you need. Instead of complaining, ask for help. Ask the people in your life to help you. Delegate. Hire others to assist you. Request help from your angels for everything, no matter how small or large. This is such a great card um, for today, and it's a great reminder, and it goes back to what I was talking about whenever we step outside our comfort zone, and it might be scary, terrifying, not comfortable. It's totally okay to ask for support, especially from trusted friends and from people who are willing to help you, and um, and it's important to ask, and we are not alone in this. So it's our birthright, and not only do we have um, friends that we can reach out to, but we have also spiritual divine support as well. So, um, I love this card. It's such a perfect one for today's episode. So yeah, well, that brings us to the end. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. And if you like this episode, please share it with a friend. I always appreciate screenshots on Insta stories and you're welcome to tag me at michellewong.xo and I will reshare it and also send you lots of love. So have a wonderful week wherever you are and I will see you next week, Monday. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't